Okay, let's do this fucking shit. Welcome to another episode of Sitting Ringside, number 50, a special episode, a big 5-0. Uh, I am your host, Robert Villa, and as always with me, I have Arlo Jumper and Rudy Lara and David Rodriguez. What's going on, fellas? What's up, brother? Same old time. Same old, same old, man. Just uh, another day hanging out with the boys. <laughs> 50 in the books happening right now. Man. Crazy. Who would have th- thought that we would be at number 50, man? I did. Well, yeah, but, I mean, I had, not, I had, a, a, lot of, a lot of people didn't. No, a lot of people didn't want us to make 50. You know what I mean? But that's all right, yeah. man. I mean, we don't do it for them anyways. True that. <laughs> we <laughs> Well, before we start the show, guys, and I got to do the the usual introductions. Shout out to Fight TV, getting us up to be on their platform. Uh, also, shout out to um, the other show that uh, Rudy produced, uh, Pride Rules MMA. They will have their first show. They will be debuting on Fight TV this Monday. Um, so don't forget to catch them on uh, Fight TV as well on Facebook page and all over the world, <laughs> pretty much. Um, to Brave, shout out to One FC, shout out to all the promotions that we work with. Uh, thank you so much for the support, fans, all the support. Uh, thank you very much. Um, well, guys, it was a good, uh, good week of fights. Um, we had UFC on uh, ESPN 10. Um, it was a, it was a good start. We also have UFC on ESPN 11. That's coming up this weekend. Um, but before we, we get on to the UFC card, a uh, quick uh, announcement with Brave. Um, they did announce today that they have two events coming up in July. Brave uh, Combat Federation 35 is going to be July. And Brave uh, 36 will be July 27th with both promotion or events going to be in Romania. So don't forget, um, I believe streamed live on Fight TV and on their uh, website. Yeah, and all Robert, um, the other promotions getting back in this week, things. Um, LFA also yep. announced they got shows booked um, with title fight headline each show. So uh, hopefully we hear some news about our boy uh, Harvey Park defending that lightweight belt on um, one of those cards in South Dakota. So, yep. Yeah, man. Uh, um, Ross was just killing it today with the new um yeah. always you know we had we had uh, he he published a lot of uh, bookings too for uh these uh, events coming up in uh, that part the end of uh or the beginning of July to the end of July um 
so yeah top rank also is having an event um i can't remember if it's uh yeah it's tonight tonight they're having an event the main event got canceled just uh because one of their uh cornermen or, or coach um was uh, tested positive for covid so i mean it's gonna happen no matter what i mean somebody's gonna test positive it's just it is what it is there's nothing that we can we or the promotions or anybody can do about it um so hopefully uh he has a, a speedy recovery and uh, nothing really bad happens to him and you know he pulls through and uh they come back and, and square away again and, and rebook this main event. Yeah, also, oddly enough, too, uh, speaking on the COVID uh, fights getting canceled, um, there's one uh, guy that dropped out, uh, Matt Favola, supposed to fight Frank Camacho. We'll get to that car later in the show. But uh, oddly, the guy that tested positive, which is corner man, was a guy who showed out a couple weeks ago and took out Spike Carlisle, Billy Corantito, very tough cat at 145. So kind of weird how that happened, but they're, they're training partners, and they also are uh, uh, cross-training with our buddy Alon Cruz as well, too. So uh, that's shitty there because Matt Favola and Frank Camacho is going to be a damn, was a banger, but I believe they found a replacement, uh, Justin Jane. So I'm sure uh, follow Ross Marquis. Uh, he's got that news for you, too, as well. Yes, sir. Right on. Well, guys, uh, UFC on ESPN 10, um, like we were talking uh, before the show started, you know, it started off with a bang. I yep. mean, uh, three knockouts, it was just like unheard of. I, I don't remember seeing an event where it started off with three knockouts, especially in the prelims. Yep. You know, we've seen we've seen a bunch of knockouts in the main event and the, the televised prelims, but damn. I mean yeah. that was that was nuts. Um, well, which which knockout was your favorite, uh, David? Uh, or, well, or, yeah, or, or all mean, three. <laughs> yeah, no, there's an event. I forgot who uh, tweeted it out or you know posted something about it. Uh, it's it's never happened before. So um, a lot of these matchups were you know I don't know. It's I I got to give credit to that small cage. I do love it. Uh, it's <laughs> generated it, so much action. It. Like it's it's really just produced some fantastic finishes, uh, whether it's submissions, uh, just some some fast violent KOs. We've seen it happen with uh, Cody Garbrandt. Uh, we've seen leg kick KOs. Um, it's going to be awesome too. Even especially seeing a uh, Curtis Blades and Volkov, who's like seven feet tall, uh, throw down <laughs> in this cage uh, this weekend. Yeah. But um, but, but I, I do love the Tyson Nam knockout because that came out of nowhere. And um, that guy, I mean, he's been on a on a low key run, but that was a fight that he definitely wanted. Uh, I think what's uh, his opponent, Asgadev? Um, that's Ashadev. He didn't Adash, make Adash, Yeah, yeah, he didn't make weight. I, I, he didn't look good like coming in too. I kind of mm -hmm. like. I think I picked uh, him in uh, in the uh, tapology, but just seeing Tyson Nam go in there and like just, I mean, you can kind of get a feel for these guys, like whether it's the weigh ins, the walkout, and that. Mm -hmm. And I just knew Tyson Nam, you know, had it, but the way he did it. Very impressive, man. I mean, shit, the, the, these knockouts keep happening. And, you know, you know, it, it like we said, it is the smaller cage. I, I, I don't care what anybody says. There's just nowhere to run in there. That's how it should be. It's a fight. I hated the big cage. I've always hated a big cage. I've always hated a big boxing ring. It I, doesn't matter. I've always hated the bigger, the bigger uh, whatever you're going to fight in. And I'm going to tell people, be ready for more of this stuff to happen. People ain't talking about that. 
lot of people don't talk about that size of that cage. Get ready for this, more things like this to happen with the knockout ratio to go up and get ready for the upset ratio to go up. All right. Because you take a lot of guys, some of the best fighters they had fought backwards, like Anderson Silva. Always fought going backwards. He couldn't do that in this in this in these short in these smaller cages. Uh, and he was a guy that went straight back, not a guy that circled you and made you run in circles and chase him. So I'm I'm just telling a lot of people get ready because these knocks are gonna come you like I said, you're gonna see a lot more upsets. You're gonna get a guy in there that that may not be the best fighter, but he 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 fucking can fight his ass off. And get in there with the guy he's supposed to lose to, and you're going to see him get KO the guy that he's supposed to lose to. You're, you're going to start seeing a lot of this coming. Uh, are they going to go back to the normal size cage when everything opens back up? Oh, I'm sure yeah. they are. So, yeah, yeah the sure. White Island. Yeah, I think the Yas Island is the the bigger cage. So, and I guess mm -hmm. of course it's a bigger venue, and yeah. it's probably a pretty badass setup, like all the infrastructure going into that. But Absolutely. yeah, it will return to that that UFC 251. But, but yeah, I I hate that. I hate that because we're gonna see the same shit we we used to see instead of these. Even if they're one round, two rounds, you're still seeing action packed because they have nowhere to go. You know, and then like you were mentioning, Blades fighting this weekend, dude. Him and that other cat—they're fucking monsters. They're going to be able to go mm -hmm. nowhere. That's that's going to make for entertainment for two rounds. <laughs> two rounds. <laughs> two rounds. Uh, <laughs> I, I would, I'm kind of thinking like, uh, you know, like uh, if Stephen Struve was still an active fighter, match him up with Volkov mm -hmm. in that small cage. Imagine what that would look like. Yeah. I mean, they'd be like jabbing each other from the corners. You know what I yeah. mean? So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and but. That's what I love about the the venues that's going on right now. The small cage, the no crowds. You're just seeing who who's really who's really a dog and who's really a killer. In, in my opinion, I mean, I might be wrong. People could say whatever the hell they want, but that's that's what I'm taking out of it. You're just seeing who's who's killers and who's fighters. There is a mm -hmm. difference, you know. Mm -hmm. No disrespect to the people that that's that's just a fighter, but some of these people, like we mentioned before, say, oh, I need the crowd. Every, everybody, everybody we've ever asked the question to, do you need the crowds? First thing they said was no. <laughs> that, that was my favorite thing that everybody we've asked. Their answer was no. So, yeah. we, you know, we, we've interviewed some straight killers through here. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, I said, I, like I said, that's, that's all I'm contributing. We've never seen three knockouts in the first three fights. Nah, that's why. Yeah, motherfuckers, motherfuckers ain't got nowhere to run now. <laughs> well, and that's what I was telling one of uh, my buddies. Uh, um, he asked me, "Is like, so how is the cage? I mean, is it is it big? Is it small? I mean, like, are there crowds? Because he's really not into like the whole uh -huh. fighting and anything like that. So he was, you know, asking me, and I was like, "Look, man, go watch the last uh, UFC event. But at least watch the highlights, and then watch the ones from last year." And you will see a difference between last mm. year's fights and how they how big and open it is to where mm. there's more range for the fighters to um you know back away from a kick or mm -hmm. you know be able to to skip back or you know trying to chase or whatever or get chased. Mm -hmm. And I said, and if you look at events now, there's nowhere to run. You have you have no no choice but to fight. I love that they're that the that they're using this small cage 
just for the fact that they have to engage. No matter what, yep. they have to engage. Yeah, and then oh, Rob, yeah. Uh, to your point too, as well as the small cage. Uh, you've, I mean, we've covered many King of the Cage events. You've, you've oh, covered yeah. cage side as well as uh, doing, you know, the photography. Chris Cook been right there. You've been right there in the eye, and we've seen a lot of finishes happen on those cards. As mm-hmm. kind of, I mean, sometimes the matchmaking is uh, whatever. It's it happens, but I think like Arlo said, you got to go in there and be a dog because there's nowhere to go. Like if your style is going straight forward. Uh, the small cage is geared to oh, you. And you're, I mean, but moving around, I mean, we, you, you may see a decision here or there, but from my history of covering events with Rob, you've been right there. Um, definitely a lot of finishes if you ever got oh, a yeah. cage event or viewed yep. it on uh, TV as well, on like Mav TV. You'll see it there play out. It's a similar uh, size cage as well. Yeah, it's definitely in favor of the offensive aggressor, hands down, hands down. And, and it's showing, and it's showing. Most of the most of dudes that are real ag- aggressive in in there with their offense, you, you you're seeing it play out already, and, and that's disappointing though, man. It's still disappointing that they're going to go back to the normal cage at Fight Island. Well, I mean, the UFC has to be different because most because they're I, I believe they're the only promotion with this type of size cage. Uh-huh. Everybody else uses a smaller, medium size, or the smaller cage like they're using right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, it takes more more money to ship around and drag around, and you know, to to assemble and disassemble, I guess. But it's the UFC; they're the biggest promotion out there, so you know, they they want to be the bigger cage, and you know. But like you said, man, I, I really don't. Um, I wish they would stay stick with the smaller cage, if not even maybe a, a medium size, but not the bigger one. Mm-hmm. Just for the fact that we're seeing a lot of finishes and we're seeing a lot more action um, from these fighters. And, and the bigger cage means more room for sponsors too, as well. So you know that's got to be something. True. You know, but Fight Island's going to be a sight to see. I mean, we, we're going to see three title fights uh, on that first event. It's going to be pretty unbelievable. And we talked about it, like I said, before we went live. We knew the UFC was going to come through with a huge card. And they're delivering with three oh, yeah. title fights in, in a couple of weeks. So cannot wait to, to break that down and see it uh, see it all play out over in uh, Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. Yas Island. And, you know, we called that months ago when Fight Island first got rumored. We said that card's gonna have to be huge. Oh yeah, you know sure because did. you know because just what it's representing—it's something they were hyping like it was something that was never gonna be done before. It's a little disappointing. It's just an Abu Dhabi. Don't get me wrong. I'm a little disappointed on that end, but it's still gonna be cool, man. Is the event gonna be inside or outside? Outside. Outside. What's up? I know. Like like I always. I always liked outside venues, man. Like, you know, Caesars Palace used to be an outside venue. In boxing, I always I always enjoyed those outside uh, just venues, dude. They're just, they're, they bring a different atmosphere to it. And I'll tell you what, it's going to be different for them fighters too, man, because that desert heat's going to be dry out there when it's time to start coming out. I mean, it's going to play a big factor, a lot of things. I mean, I, I want to see how that part plays out. Because most of most of the outside venues I've seen has been in relatively cooler locations, you know, like they would have Caesar Palace fights, which they were in the middle of the day, 
So some of those dudes, I don't even see how they're out there battling 100-degree heat out there throwing hands. And which right. I don't – you know, it's still going to be evening and nighttime probably when UFC puts this one on. But still, it's still the desert, man. That heat holds in for a while, especially out there. It's either going to be really hot or it's going to be really cold, one of those yeah. two, when you're out there yeah. in the desert. So – Pardon the intrusion, but uh, we're having a couple of uh, technical issues with some of our streams. They're kind of delayed. So if you're watching on Facebook or Twitter or Mixer or Twitch, um, head on over to our YouTube page. That's going to be a clear, clear as day uh, stream. Um, you can always catch our, our, even on Fight TV as well, um, you can catch our replay on Fight and YouTube if you need to but uh yeah if you want to get a good stream go to our youtube page or fight tv that's the best bet thanks for the heads up man yeah, and then back to uh the car that took place this uh, past saturday the third knockout um avila julia avila goes in there takes care of business and um honestly she's already rebooked to fight nico montano in august mm -hmm. So, I mean, you see fighters compete, like, uh, in, in the Apex Center. Like Dana said, if you want to fight, we're going to get you a fight. We've seen a lot of turnarounds for fighters, like, with these quick knockouts that's happening. We're going to see Roosevelt Roberts fight, you know what I mean, a killer, a legend in Jim Miller uh, this weekend, too. So, it's good to see that, you know what I mean? It really is, because, I mean, it's very rare that you see other fighters come back, you know, a week later, two weeks later, unless your name is Donald Cerrone, of course. But, but uh, it's... Uh, <laughs> It's happening. Uh, we haven't seen, you know, Donald may be back soon. He might fight next week. We don't know yet. But um, but I love the quick turnaround, though, is what I'm saying. Like, I mean, Ray Borg, our boy, was ready to come back and fight on this card. Uh, that fight dropped out and kind of, uh, yeah, it was kind of shitty. I want to see Ray, Ray get back in there and, uh, you know, get, get, get back in the win column. Yep. I like you, that. It was kind of shitty. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I wonder is the ones that have been fighting in this smaller cage, How's it going to mess them up when they got to go back to the bigger cage? Um, you know, I don't think it'll mess them up that bad. I mean, I'm sure where they train, they train for, you know, if they, even if it's a three-rounder, they probably still train for a five-round fight just for the cardio and, and, you know, aspect. But... I don't know, man. I don't think it'll affect them. I think if anything, it'll push them to to engage even more with the fighters. Well, instead of no. instead of letting the fighter keep running around and you know, and 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 trying to you know, jog around the cage, I'm sure that they're probably going to want to be like, no, 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 no. Well, Time to, like to, said, to get I, on it. What what I want to know, what I want to see is if it's going to take all these guys that have been being aggressive overly aggressive in a small cage if it's going to mess them up when the bigger cage comes back because now you're you you got a little bit different mindset are you gonna still go out there and i, I think what i think the people that play fought in the small cage you're gonna see you're gonna see the flip side of the small cage to the big cage like big time in the ufc this time you see what i'm saying like how how we're seeing the small cage knockouts it's gonna flip when you see the when you see those people come back to the big cage. Yeah, and then there's also uh, that you see it time to time. There's certain fighters that just have a it's it's what they do. They give uh, whether they fight down to their competition or they give certain fighters stuff that they shouldn't give them. They should honestly go at them and 
be, you know what I mean? Know what they're they're in there to do. Like the game, you always got a game plan. But you see, I I can name a few fighters offhand where you've seen it clearly that if they just push forward and you know what I mean, they throw some flurries, like they're they're putting somebody away. Uh, yeah. But then it, the bigger cage gives you more room to whatever to move. Yeah, to, yeah. To move in. yeah so yeah. It, it happens a lot. Like I mean, if John Dodson fought Sean O'Malley in this small cage uh, compared to a big cage, like it's probably I'm I'm thinking like you know it, it could be John Dodson in the bigger cage, but a smaller one O'Malley you know knocks him out or something like yeah, that even though John Dodson's been absolutely. knocked out so yeah no absolutely I know exactly I feel you I feel you that's 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 what I was getting at you know like that's what you're gonna see the flip side to all these people who fought on the small cage when they gotta step back into that big one I you're gonna see a lot more countering on those guys happening because mm-hmm. they're, they're gonna they're still gonna their last time fighting was in that small one you know what I mean? It, it's it's all mental aspect. I mean, don't get me wrong, fighter's a fighter, but that that size of that ring in that cage that you got to cut off does make a difference. The high intelligent fighters in there. Yeah, true that. You know what they should do is use the bigger cage on all the pay per views and use the small cage on the fight nights. Or flip it. <laughs> no. The, the small cage for the pay per views. <laughs> if, if it'll, dog, the, the paper will really finish within on. an hour. <laughs> Put the dog yeah. fights on, man. Stack that card deep. Prelims are on the pay per view. <laughs> we just run it. I'm just saying, dog. I, I enjoy dog fights, man. It, to me, it's a fight. Uh, that's why I enjoy the smaller, the smaller cages, the smaller rings. I, I enjoy those just based on that because to me, it makes. Again, like I said with the crowd, you'll you'll kind of figure out who's your real, real killer and and who are just fighters. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And like I said, like I said, it, you people's gonna see the big difference in the fights from the small cage to fight island. And I'd almost bet, and I hate to say it, I'm, I'm gonna make a small early prediction. They're going to be disappointed on Fight Island's fights <laughs> because everybody's going to be used to these boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Two and a half rounds, the fight's over. Two rounds, the fight's over. Oh, my God, that was a great knockout. It's such a war. Then they're going to get back to the people running across the cage backwards. Run across the cage backwards. That's what I'm just saying. I'm making an early prediction now. Fight Island is going to get shit reviews. <laughs> <laughs> they could play out that all way. Well, you, know, you never oh, know, man. I'm gonna make another prediction. All three fi- title fights will go to a decision unanimous to somebody. I don't know yet. I'm gonna have to watch and see who's fighting. Watch it. Slow three championship <laughs> fights. Three five three five minute rounds in those, or five five minute rounds in those are gonna be a slow paced backup fight. Watch it compared to what goes on right now in the small cage. Yeah, hey, the Usman Burns, yeah, because yeah, Burns and the Usman had a very good chance that goes to a decision. Uh-huh. Uh, Bokanowski and Max, uh, the last time they fought, it was you know it was a decision. It was fucking super close. There you, know? you go. So, there, there's decision yeah, so. number two coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you, heard, you heard it here first. You heard it here heard first. It, and I may be wrong. It may just be the greatest card ever. But after I started <laughs> thinking, I was like. Man, we yeah. sure get some of these cool ass slugfests and fights, you know, like old school shit. And then, oh, we're gonna go back to the big ass cage. Well, we'll get a lot more decisions that night. 
I'll go on a prediction. How many? Uh, uh, six. six, I believe. Six, six, yeah. six fights. Yeah. What? You're going to see two knockouts on the main card. Five. Five fights. <laughs> okay, then you're going to see one one knockout on that main card. <laughs> and you're going to see yeah. three championship fights that go the distance. And everybody's yeah. going to be watching until like 12, 15. <laughs> I'm just saying that's my that's my prediction right now. They're breaking that big cage back. Everybody's gonna get comfortable again and lax back and be able to use it, move around, escape some danger. <laughs> well, I think Peter Yan might be able to put away Jose Aldo, so I'm gonna rule out one of the uh title. Yeah, fights. okay, okay, yeah. yeah, that one could happen. That one could happen. Yeah. But he got Aldo got put in there for that situation. <laughs> and I like Aldo, man, but he, he got put in there for that just in case, man. We can't be having three of these three of these fucking championship bouts. We're gonna put Aldo in there who got a chance of knocking someone out or getting knocked out. <laughs> anyway, that, that's enough of my of, of my bash. <laughs> I know. The, the event's not even for another couple weeks. <laughs> that's all right. I'm just saying, watch it. That's the early prediction. That's the early prediction. Uh, the way early prediction. <laughs> We're getting ahead of it there. So what? we get ahead of a lot of uh, events and uh, fight bookings and that. So we're taking a look into into the future right here like we always do. Mm, yep. And, and 95% of the time, we're right. Yeah, that's a good track record. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> So, on the prelims, like we were mentioning, we saw Anthony Ivey um, demolish Christian, Tyson Nam destroying Adeshev, mm -hmm. and then Julia Avila just raining on those punches until Mazzani just had to be stopped by the ref. I mean, yeah, that was quick. pretty badass. That was like that was second fucking long. was quick. Hell yeah. And then... 23 ahead, seconds long. 23 seconds long. The next two <laughs> fights are the ones that were exciting to me. Mirab Devalishvili against Gustavo Lopez. He came in on short notice. But Mirab, yeah. dude, that dude just steamrolled him, man. Ragdolled his ass for three rounds. Um, he didn't have any answer for him, bro. It was uh mm -mm. it was pretty ridiculous, man. That dude is uh his his nickname fits him very well, the machine. He's called that yep. for a reason, man. Ray Longo guy, too. Ass. Yeah, that's why he. Uh, I seen him live in Albuquerque. And, I mean, that guy does – I mean, he's very consistent, too, because, like, him – Ray Borg probably got a – you know, they, they, they both fought on the same card then and maybe knew they were going to be matched up at some point. But this fight being a catchweight, like you said, Gustavo taking a short notice. But, he's a yeah, Dagestani a lot of short notice grinder, guys. Dude. I mean, Dagestani grinder. Mm-hmm. Hey, and you know what, man? Shout out to Gustavo for being able to last those three rounds and not get knocked out. Yeah. Especially coming in uh, a nah. short notice. Nah. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but we've seen, of a, we've seen another um, uh, New Mexico cat, uh, Jordan Espinosa, getting back mm -hmm. in there and uh, getting back in the win column because he was kind of a uh, – I don't know if this was his last fight on his contract, but uh, Jordan – Wait a minute! You you can't glass over the uh, the the last fight of the the uh, prelims. That one was, dude. That chick Maria Agapova. That chick oh, is yeah. like for real, dude. That chick is legit. Hannah Cyphers, 
That woman is just, you could beat her senseless and she'll keep coming, dude. She's like the ter- oh, yeah. female Terminator. She takes a punch and Maria just took it to her. Just put a beating on her, bro. She was like, she seemed like she was twice her size and like mm-hmm. her own, she looked like Nick Diaz in there, bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it tripped me out. It's amazing, too, that she came back as quickly as she did because Mackenzie Dern nearly like snapped her knee. And then yeah. she comes back here and gets subbed out again. So I, th- I think I picked uh, Agapova in the submission. She has a big uh, track record of submitting. I, I didn't think she was gonna was gonna beat Cyphers, bro. Considering this was like her her debut, and Cyphers, yeah, she's, she's fought like she's fought some big names, man, and she's no slouch. You know, I thought she was gonna put it on her, but bro, this chick was she she beat the shit out of her, dude. She made her she made her she made her cry. <laughs> Too Pretty quick much. of a return. I, I think Cypher is definitely too quick of a return. She got, uh, you know, worked pretty good by Dern fast. Even it was a quick submission, but yeah, that's that's a tough one coming back. Even against somebody that's making a debut, uh, she proved that uh, she's a pretty tough chick. And I mean, finishing the fight the way she did, it was nasty. Yeah, and that that rounded off the uh, the, the, the pretty much the prelims. Um, yep. And I think what you were trying to start off was the uh, the bottom of the main card, Jordan Espinosa and Mark De La Rosa, eh? Oh, yeah, dominant win, too, for, uh, yeah, Jordan Espinoza's uh, Latrell Yee guy, uh, nothing but killers in that gym. Oh, uh, my God, White dude. Hell yeah. Well-coached, uh, low-key team that's been killing it for quite some time. A lot of people mm-hmm. know about the the Fit NHB, Tim Means' camp, of course, Jackson Wink. But, uh, yeah, this Latrell Yee camp, loaded with killers, and a lot of them are making their UFC debut. Um, they actually have – there's another guy uh, that we fight in, I believe, on Fight Island – think there's two other guys that coach Luttrell um has scheduled and hopefully we can get uh those guys on the show i spoke to coach Luttrell about that too sweet yeah man um reach out and let's let's try to get these guys on the show yeah um, speaking of getting a guy on the show um hopefully touch me. <laughs> we're, 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 I'm, I'm still in talks with uh with brave um hopefully we can get one of their fighters on next week so um, I will be making that announcement here uh, sometime uh, this weekend, if not next week. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that Luttrell camp, man, they're a bunch of killers. Um, we, me and you, David, we've seen them um, up close and personal uh, during the cage, uh, King of the Cage fights and uh, with uh, um, there in Santa Fe. Um, I mean, it's, uh Yeah. Bunch yeah, of killers, man, man. And, I, and I'm glad that, that that a lot of them are starting to make their UFC debuts because they deserve well deserved um, debuts, man. Oh yeah, very well coached team, humble deck. They're just mm-hmm. badasses in there. They low key kill it, and uh, yeah, they're always. I mean, when you see them compete at the local shows, there's always there's that tension with the the Jackson Wink camp and mm-hmm. those bit, like they, they hold their own, and it's always exciting to see that as far as like uh, New Mexico, the regional scene out here. Very cool, and yeah. we—I mean, last time we seen uh, some of their guys out there, they pretty much made that entire LFA card, uh, which was the last card we covered before the whole COVID nineteen thing. Uh, them, them guys showed out on that card, and and they're all going to the UFC. Yeah, yeah. So it was pretty badass. Yep. Uh, next up, we saw Andre Feely, Touchy Feely. I know that's uh, Tommy's favorite uh, nickname on this fighter is Andre Touchy Feely. Oh, he loves that name. <laughs> Right, that's his boy right there, man. That's his. That's his boy. <laughs> um, that was a pretty good fight as well. Um, it went all all three rounds. Um, he won by a split decision. Um, 
I don't know, man. Do you, do you think that he that uh, it was a split decision? I mean, I thought Andre was winning both uh, rounds. Uh, one, well, I don't know about the second round, but I know about the third, the, the first and third round. I'm sure he was pretty much on top of those two rounds. I don't know why they gave him a split decision win. Oh man, yeah, that, that Jordan dude, he came out, he came out freaking guns blazing, bro. I I was I was really impressed with his striking. I think. Uh, Andre Feely was as well. He was kind of like, whoa, he had to change up his game plan. Um, mm -hmm. That's why he turned up in the third round. But it was a close fight, bro. I, I, I agree with that decision, man. It was yep. a real close fight. It, it, it was one of those fights that, realistically, the rounds were so close. If you were slightly biased one way or the other, you would be like, oh, man, it should have been this way. You know, so I, I, I agree with Rudy. I, I thought it was a good call. I thought it was a good call. I thought, I yeah, thought I think, the round. Um, yeah, what's uh, the name? Jordan coming in, making a debut uh, in the UFC mm -hmm. against a tough Andre Feely, who's always been well coached. <laughs> alpha male guy. I think he did enough to win the fight, but where Feely edged him out was the takedowns. And had he, you know, pulled back a yep. little bit, like we said, the small cage, um, yep. maybe a bigger cage caters better to his style. And yep. I know Feely's always been a guy to, with that uh, relies on a lot of movement. Keeping that jab out there, dinging you with that. So yeah, I think Jordan brought the fight to him. Yeah. It's just the takedowns that uh that Feely had to adjust, like you said, Rudy, to uh you know to kind of negate the striking there, and he did just enough to to get the win. He that's, did very close. That's fight. exactly what would won him the fight, bro. If you look at the stats, uh, Jordan landed sixty five strikes, Andre Feely fifty two, but Feely edged him out with the five takedowns, which definitely got him the win. Uh, the thing I liked about this fight is you got to see Andre Feely kind of step back and, you know, he didn't, he had to change up his game plan, dude. And you could see it. You could see it. That's why he started going with the takedowns and uh, my daughter, and she, he started going with the takedowns and um, I don't know, you could see him like kind of progressing as a fighter. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He, he's, yep. You've seen him grow up in the cage, man. Not the same yep. little kid anymore, dude. I think he's he's serious, extremely serious about what he's doing now, and um, I think it really shows. It showed in this fight to me, anyways. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you, man. Next up, yeah, we man. had uh, Charles Rosa versus Kevin yeah. Aguilar. Jarrett's right. He's <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Another split decision. Win. Um, it went to Charles Rosa. I, I agree with that win. Um, you know, it was just like like the previous fight. What Ardo said, you know, could have gone either way. Yep. You know, one person, somebody could have said no. It should have gone to this guy or the other guy. But you know, we're not the judges. We're, we're you know, we don't know what they saw or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, um, good for him to win. Um, you know, even with Mario Vittori, I mean, another uh, – th that win was pretty badass. That fight was pretty good. Yeah, and as far as the Rosa-Aguilar fight, I picked uh, Rosa because of Jarrett, basically. You know what I mean? Because I know he got steamrolled a few weeks ago, and he came <laughs> back. And I thought it was a little bit too quick to get back in there, but that's been the trend lately. But, uh, yep. yeah, I like Aguilar, too. Aguilar's a tough cat. I just hate his manager, so I picked against him. <laughs> We all, we all know that uh, David that you don't really uh, are too fond about these the the, the manager of uh, yeah. of this guy so <laughs> yeah that fight yeah. that fight uh, really didn't 
do much for me. I mean, it, it was mm-hmm. it was fun, man. Uh, it didn't really get my attention. I think I got kind of spoiled, bro. You know, with the the start of the event and three freaking knockouts, you're just expecting more. And then yep. I was just like, yeah, eh. you know, it, it peaked at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, bro, it peaked <laughs> at the beginning, man. Um, but that it was a good fight. I'm not taking away from it, but yeah, the Marvin Vittori one. That that one that was shit talking before they went in. I was looking forward to oh, see yeah. what who was gonna walk out of that, and it was it was badass, dude. It was a good fight for him, man. Not for Tommy, his boy lost. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Tommy? <laughs> yeah, seeing uh, Marvin Vittori. I mean, besides the whole the trash talk and this fight being a uh, you know the, the weight cut last time for Robertson where it, it was canceled, um, Vittori has proven that he's a very tough dude at 185. He gave uh, Israel Adesanya probably one of his toughest fights, let alone the Calvin Gastelum war. So if you go back and watch that fight, I mean, Vittoria was very competitive against the undefeated, undisputed champion of the world at 85. Mm-hmm. So I've always been interested in seeing him fight. Um, I don't know who they give him next. Um, the 85 division is pretty damn stacked, too. Like, maybe give him, like, fucking Luke Rockhold needs to make an appearance and come back. And, you know, I mean, there you go. Chris Weidman's booked. I know that. So I was going to suggest uh, the Weidman fight because I think that was – they were initially booked before, I think. Yep. But – um. But now that it's like him coming out and showing out in the co-main event, um, getting a nasty win over a guy that where there was like a heated beef going into it, um, he, that was a performance of the night, wasn't it? So, yeah, Marvin Vittori uh, holding shit down, and I think he's going to fight some big names uh, given he's already fought the the undefeated champion before. So, Luke Rockhold, huh? <laughs> yes. Or isn't, well, is Luke, isn't he coming back at 205? Or is he, does he, he doesn't have a fight book, does he? Mm-mm, no, like I don't yeah. think so. But and if Luke okay. Rockwell comes back, bro, yeah. it's a night night for him. If uh, if he takes on Marvin, yeah, I would say well, so. And that's, and that's why they would put him in there, just yeah, to sure. get a knockout yeah. highlight reel <laughs> on his. On his yeah, uh, you you would get a highlight reel against an against a name that would come to get it. It's you know it's it's classic fucking hype move. You know what I mean? We we bring in the name we bring in the name that we know is gonna come in there and try to get it because he's still got that old dog left in him, but all he's gonna do is get knocked out. <laughs> it's it's classic hype move right there. If you'll hear it first here, if Luke Rockhold comes back for that, you've heard that here. <laughs> that fight wouldn't go that fight wouldn't go two rounds. It goes it goes two round stops. What's yeah. yeah. okay. one round? Yeah. If it's the eight oh, if it's a small yeah. Four. Easy, man. I really do, man. I really do hope that the UFC does the bigger cage for the pay per views and the smaller cages for these uh fight nights. You're gonna say that till you get a main event that's boring as fuck, and then you're gonna be like, Man, they should have used that, they should have used the small cage. (laughs) You're saying that now until you start watching these dudes running around that cage. Not chasing each other. You would be like, man, they should have been using that small ass cage. They need to bring back X Arm. Remember what that is? You don't remember that? Where they would like uh they like uh stand in the middle of a of a freaking cage and they like arm wrestle, but they beat the shit out of each other. They could oh, punch yeah, yeah, and yeah. submit each other. <laughs> that was like the coolest <laughs> shit ever, bro. 
<laughs> they tie you <laughs> to the other to the other guy. They tie you guys together, and you couldn't go anywhere. You're in the middle, just beating the shit out of each other, bro. And it was it was hilarious. So you're able to kick like each glove, other, right? It was like that glove they used on over the top. Yeah, you could <laughs> kick each other, bro. I've seen I saw guys try to submit each other and choke people out. That was for you, Dave. <laughs> it was awesome, oh, dude. Man. It was it was an awesome it was awesome, dude. I don't know, man. I'm <laughs> glad I was able to see that live. Nice. Now, now, do you think there's any talent in that? There no, was, there was some uh, legit <laughs> MMA fighters that actually went on there, bro, and they beat the Berto shit out of each other. No, <laughs> but legit talent as far as uh, arm wrestling, I I don't know, man. I I, I don't really see that as a talent. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about the XR. What do you, do, you, do you did you do you think there was any talent in that, or is it, or is it just tough? Nah, it was just you're <laughs> fucking retarded, and you have a, a thick skull. <laughs> That, that looks like, like who's, who's dumber and who kids, has a thicker you know? skull. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's why I said right away, no. You got you got an IQ of, of a rock. Yeah, you're in. Go go go. <laughs> XR, welcome you to XR tonight. Oh my God, X arm! Is that it what's was, gonna happen now, bro? I, I, dude, I need to post some videos for you guys. You're gonna be like, "What? Where was this? Why did I see this? It's cool, bro. I seriously, it's, it's really cool. It's fun how to watch. Even, how would you even train for that? I have, I, I don't know, bro. They had like boxers and football dudes and <laughs> MMA fighters. It was weird. I'm like, what? My training method. My training method. I just went down to the bar and got in fights every night. And you, you never knew what they were going to do. You know what I mean? Like, you could be <laughs> seriously, they're, they're, you're there, you know, trying to push each other's arm down, you know, the arm, regular arm mm -hmm. wrestling. And then they just, I don't know, we're just bam. They start punching each other, trying to choke each other. Like, what? <laughs> what the fuck am I watching? It was cool, man. I don't know. Oh, man. You know what we YouTube need, though? You know what we need? We seriously need to push for the first midget MMA wrestling event. Dude, and I know the perfect guy that can uh, main event this uh, card. Mark Plata. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude, I didn't say that shit. Come on, man. No, but seriously, <laughs> dude, wouldn't that be cool? Have you ever heard of a, a midget MMA have nope. you? I haven't. I've heard of a, a midget wrestling. I don't know how we got on the subject, yeah. but it's cool. <laughs> well, here, here's the yeah. here's the reason you haven't. I don't know if they could get anybody in an arm bar. Um, <laughs> I don't know, I, dude. I don't, I've seen some of them. They could get someone in a in a rear naked. You how know? about a leg lock? <laughs> leg lock. Like, yeah, you might get a heel hook. I bet you get a hook out of. Them. Well, the closest thing we're gonna get to that was seeing uh, uh, Steve-O uh, fighting against Holly Holm this past a couple of days ago, wasn't it? At Jackson Camp, did you guys see that? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. he was Jones. here. He was here with John Jones. John yeah, Jones dude. actually invited him over. Yeah, huh? he was uh, smacking him around, laying the smackdown on Steve-O. It was hilarious. <laughs> I'm sorry, I went way. Oh. No, <laughs> left field. No, we enjoy those conversations. <laughs> X arm to midget it'll, it'll, wrestling to Stevo. It'll, it, <laughs> it'll be called the LPMMA. 
Damn right. Little little person mixed martial arts. Little people M and M's. Well, well, we're gonna we're gonna have to see if they can do the martial arts side, like if they can do the jujitsu side of it. I mean, it's that. Well, that's I'm sure there's I'm sure there's killers out there right now that are that we don't know about, and they're probably killing it in jujitsu, man. I've I'm never just heard of it, bro. Of their arms. I really want to know. I I want to know the length. How many? And the flexibility is what I have an issue with. Like I, I don't. But if see... they're training, if they're training with gi, that's a different story. You can choke somebody out with a gi, and and. But they're not going to be fighting with a gi. Well, we I know do. that's what I'm saying. I'm sure there's a so... bunch of killers out there right now that are, you know, that are LPs. Do, do you? That are... Do you guys know any any little people that that train? I don't. I I've don't. Never I, I, I I've, I've never, never heard, heard of it. it I've never heard of it. Well, I've mean, seen luchadores. I know that trains is Mark Plata. <laughs> no, but like legit. Well, you know what? Let's just change the fucking subject. <laughs> no, I like this subject. This is a great subject. Because I, I want to know, like, you watch Poor their Mark. flexibility. I want to see where, where an arm bar is going to come out. Like, I don't know if the other, like, the, the, the flexibility and the length of their extremities is what I think is going to be a holdup for one of them to put an arm bar on. About a you finger lock. You might get a finger <laughs> lock, but I mean, that would be illegal. Like oh, I said, we could get. The, I think we could get some heel hooks in. That's about it. Would <laughs> <laughs> would be best would be a heel hook at best. I'm getting emails from the uh, ADL and uh, NAACP <laughs> right now. Cease and desist. Oh yeah, it's the time I mean, I'm gonna put it this way. I can be public enemy number one because I'm going to say it can't happen. Which, I mean, it may be able to happen, but I, I just don't see it. But it's a good because question. I've, I, I've went and watched midget wrestling, and I've seen how non-flexible some of these guys, most of them are. Right? Like, but it's a good know, question, I, right? I mean, have you, anybody who's watching or who will watch a show, if you know any little person that trains, send us a message. We want to get them on our show and talk about it. Yeah. And find out what's the deal with you know little people in MMA, and well, would they? And here, and here's the thing: like training, training, and learning, like grappling. I, I don't, I don't want to say, I don't want them to be like, oh, I can put an arm bar on if he's your size. We're talking about guys their size to see if it's flexible or if the extremities long yeah. enough. That's what I want to know. And that's a legit question, dude. That's not me being an asshole to you. Yeah, for real. Yeah, that's that's just me saying, hey, how 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 does this work? Because I'm a, I'd rather learn something than just assume something. So I mean, you know, I want that. I'd like to have that question answered. That'd be cool, man. Be I'm, really cool. I give him props, dude. You know, Fuck, I'm gonna try to get not... Beetlejuice on on the show. You know who he is, right? <laughs> say, say his name three times. Beetlejuice. No, no, no. The little black midget dude that goes on the Howard Stern show. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he's fighting. He might try to fight one of us. He's crazy, thought, bro. Yeah, I, I didn't know he's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's. Anyways, be... hey, y'all know what his last name is, don't you? No. Rodriguez. Shut the hell up. <laughs> 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 Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, we went way out left field. <laughs> That's how we roll. That's all right, though, dude. That's that's a great question, though, about the. About all the, right, Rudy. <laughs> all right, Rudy. I'm gonna send you a link, and you're gonna watch it. I found you a little person MMA fight. 
Oh hell what? yeah, bro! They put him in an arm. Got you a video, and then I'm gonna text and I'm gonna send you the link of the fighter on Facebook, <laughs> and let's reach out to him. Let's do that. Holy shit! His name is Joel Paul. He's a little person MMA fighter. There's two of them. That's what's up, dude. Yeah, dude. Bro, and this one has like super long legs and arms. He just. Whoa. There you go. And just. <clears throat> what, what am I watching? Holy shit, bro. Put it on the big screen. <sighs> Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> let, let, me, let me see if I can do this, guys. Keep talking. Keep talking. <laughs> yeah, oh, before we. Before we get to that, let's cap off the UFC Apex, uh, UFC Apex 3, right, or 4? D-Rod's getting ready, it. rolling the sleeves up. Yeah. He, said, uh, he said, sun's out, guns out, boys. I was like, hey, D-Rod getting fired up on that end. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, we go. <laughs> all right, all right. So uh, let's check this out, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Watching him. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Oh, here we go. Oh. And they got like yeah, big hands and big heads. Oh, dude. I'm actually going to show my If you look at the lady, I don't know. Wow. Dude, these guys are throwing, man. Yeah, I can't see it. No yeah, grappling, yeah. just they're just jumping and trying to punch each other's face. Oh, this guy even tried to do a, a spinning back fist. Yeah, dude. <laughs> let let's reach out to that guy and see if we can get him on the show. <laughs> okay, I'm dude. I I'm actually friends with that guy Joel that's fighting on that right now on that video on Facebook. What the hell? That's freaking nuts. I'm going to text him right now, man. See if we can get him. <laughs> All right. So we got our next uh, guest scheduled already. So <laughs> moving <Yep>. forward. <laughs> so moving forward, UFC. Uh, on ESPN 10. ESPN 10. Main card. Yeah, be, Jessica I yeah, versus we do that, though, Yeah, Jessica. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the um, the Jessica. I mean, Jessica. I did you guys have her win in this fight? Like in any way? Was there like a path to victory? Nope. Or, I mean, I did. No, I didn't have I winning at all. Nope. Yeah, I did. Just, did for the, for, uh, just for the fact that she didn't make weight and she looked like shit on the weigh-ins. She's always had that problem of the weight. Always, too, yeah, always. dude. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah. How are you going to miss weight? Well, the the reason I had her winning and I gave her a shot at winning is because she's number one contender, first of all. Uh, number two, she's more experienced. Number three, Calvillo is going up a weight class. So I kind of figured, hey, you throw all of those ingredients together, it's probably not a good matchup for Calvillo. But she came out yeah. and freaking steamrolled her, bro. <laughs> it was a good fight. Mm -hmm. And then honestly, with her, with Calvillo winning and taking out Jessica I in this division, it kind of puts her like what at the top, right? Like two or three. And I think, uh, but Ch Kaylin Chukagian was a, you know, she killed it a couple weeks ago and I pretty much earned the title shot. I think she'll probably get uh, Shevchenko. And nobody wants that fight. We know how good Valentina Shevchenko is. Mm -hmm. But uh, Cynthia Calvillo, I think, is kind of in a position now where she's got one more fight. 
and maybe she gets the title shot, and it's probably like a rematch with the uh, because I think she lost to Joanne Calderwood. I yeah. think uh, Calderwood's still up there in like the top ten, um, but everybody else is booked. She's so that's three. the way I kind of seen. Yeah, with everything playing out, I think Calvillo's got one more fight and she can get the title shot. But um, Kaylin Shukagian and Shevchenko, hell yeah, book that fight. That's I'd, a good. I'd like to see there. her fight fight one of the uh, the top ten like uh, KGB Lee or Macy Barber. Um, that'd yeah, be that, good. And if she if she beats one of those, then hey, title shot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then Courtney Casey, who's also fighting on this card, we'll get to now this weekend. That's another one, and that's a maybe a possible matchup too. It could happen in like in two weeks. You know the way the UFC is working nowadays. So, yep, because they have to work that way. That's why. I'm the still tripping about the midget, rest, midget MMA, bro. <laughs> that was awesome. The, the, the card in its entirety, though, what do y'all rate this this card, though? Because people were like really good like, question. On it. We we brought yeah. that up on 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 the last show, bro, and I gave this event a solid seven, just because of the three knockouts at the very beginning. Otherwise, it would have been like a six six and a half. I'm gonna give it an eight. I'm gonna give it an eight just because the the, the three knockouts, the uh, uh, the Victoria uh, rear naked choke, and then um, our boy from Albuquerque winning, and then uh, because uh, Jessica I lost. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll bump it up to an eight because while we were on the subject of this event, we brought up another great subject: midget MMA. Midget. <laughs> Absolutely. I I won't bump it up. From from the rabbit hole of midget MMA, I'm leaving it at a seven. <laughs> yeah, seven definitely because I mean, watching uh, the card in its entirety, knowing you know a couple of these guys I've seen live a couple months ago, and you know I, I wish Ray Borg had been on it, it would made it a lot, lot better. Probably could have been an eight, a solid eight, but I've got to go with like a seven. And yeah, the early portion of the card definitely delivered, but. I can't say much for the end of the card, which uh, I don't know. Marvin Vittori fight, I really like to see that because I knew that was something where that fight had some heat and somebody's going to go out and it happened. It played out that way. Yep. All righty. So Saturday night, we have an awesome uh, event, UFC on ESPN 11. Um, what you guys just thought on that card? It's a stacked card. Top to bottom, very stacked. And then, you know, heavyweights in the main event in a small cage. You yep. know somebody's going out. And I think it's – if we're going to start from the top, um, I, I don't know, Volkov, he's fought some big names. Uh, Curtis Blades is like the low-key, like dark horse killer at heavyweight. Mm-hmm. And hopefully he does get the title shot. But uh, it's kind of tied up right now. And this win – just it puts him back, like you know, to, he's he's near the top. I mean, if if Ngannou hadn't took out Rosenstruck, like I mean, he's right there, and yep. um, he fought Ngannou before. But um, I just know, like Volkov, the, the main reason I think Curtis Blades is gonna run away with this fight, like no knock to Volkov, the dude's a fucking tough dude. He's a fucking statue that's like six nine, and it's yep. gonna be crazy to see him and Blades in that small cage. But uh, Curtis Blades, he has the most takedowns in the heavyweight division in history. More than Kane, more than Randy, more than, you know what I mean? So that's going to be something where Volkov's going to have to deal with. And I think, um, what were you yep. going to say, Arlo? 
I was going to say he's got more takedowns, like you said, than a lot of notable grapplers. That's yeah. that's the biggest thing. You know, you just named off people who all had D1, you know, wrestling backgrounds that were, you know, supposed to be killers on there. Yeah, I agree. I, and I like Bay too. He has yeah. more takedowns. Than the, than the greatest heavyweight champion that there's been defense wise but um yep. but yeah just just in that alone um if volkov of course you go into a fight i mean he has like knockout power of course if he catches mm-hmm. blades um in that small cage he could put him out and it'd be a huge fucking win for the guy but um i just think curtis blades is just you know he, he's sitting back there now just kind of i mean he's got a shot to get to the title but it's got to go through volkov and i think he if he does win it'll be a, an impressive win and if it happens to go longer than two rounds, Volkov may have a chance to knock him out. But uh, but I like Curtis Blades by a like a TKO on the ground. Just you know, that's, what I mean, just that's what I was calling. Yeah. I was calling ground and pound. I'm calling yeah. ground and pound third round. Uh, I see Volkov to take probably one, rounds one and two, and the whole time I see Blades to slowly be cutting that distance down of that reach. Cutting that distance down, then I see him to end it in third. I see him to work his game plan that doesn't look like it's being worked. What he's doing, he may he may look like he's taking some shots, but he's actually cutting that distance down, finding his range to get inside to shoot. And I think it ends in third. That's I'm thinking call. the only thing that gets cut down is Alexander Volkov's forehead with Curtis Blade's <laughs> razor blade elbows. I'm calling yeah. it uh, TKO in the first round, bro. Oh, pound, elbows to the dome. Yep. Rob, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say second round. Curtis Blades winning by ground and pound. He's going to destroy that face with those elbows. Um, it, it just like you said, man. If it goes into the third, fourth round, then Volkov's got the edge on that. But <laughs> I don't see it happening, especially in a smaller cage. I mean, we got these two big heavyweights. They're um, just powerhouses. They 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 love to uh, knock out people. Um, so <clears throat> I'm just gonna say Curtis Blades. He's gonna win yep. second round, ground and pound. Uh, those elbows, man. If if not by ref stoppage or TKO. Yeah, it's it, he's getting stopped one way or the other. I believe too. Mm-hmm. Like the re- the reason I give the first two rounds is I think that reach I think that height and reach is gonna mess with him at first. That's that's what I believe, and then he's gonna figure out his level changing and get to it easier and go underneath the punch or something and go for it. And if Volkov knocks him out in like three seconds, then that then then, then we're just <laughs> we just look like a bunch of assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a Superman punch the minute they meet in that small cage from Volkov and Blades goes out. If, yeah, that, I remember if we, that's a six foot nine Superman punch, I want to see him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> jeez. If that's that happens, I want to see a midget MMA fighter run out into the cage with the belt and dance around Curtis Blades. Oh, Ultimate Warrior style. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes. But we're all taking uh, Blades. He's a heavy favorite. It's like, you know, 86, 14, you know, 90, 10 or so. Volkov, like I said, if it if it happens that way, amazing. This cage has been delivering some wicked finishes. So, yeah. yeah. But I, we all got Blades. And, um, yeah, this is a fight he, he can't lose. So, yeah. And, you know, man, this this card is is bound to have a lot of knockouts. 
Yep. Yeah, and leading a, into the next fight. Yeah, exactly. Look at the next fight. Josh Emmett versus Shane Burgos. Yep. I mean, come on. The There's going to be blood. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll always love uh, Josh Emmett. Well, we're getting into this fight, though. Shane Burgos is only has one setback. Like, he's fought. Like, the guy's style is just a banging style. I think this cage is going to really this, – this fight may be fight of the night. It's really close to – I think both guys can really can can put each other out like rather quickly. I think they'll engage right away. And uh, Josh Emmett, though, I mean, I think I'd say the the striking department. I'd give Burgos a slight edge. Uh, Emmett tends to get tagged up. You know what I mean? There's there's some fights where he easily could have. You know what I mean? The, the losses that he has are, are very yeah. tough. Guys, so that's one. Keep in mind, bro, Josh him. Emmett has the most knockdowns in in uh, UFC history. Hey, and I'll, I'll always love him for knocking Michael Johnson out, too, and bouncing his head off the canvas, so I love that shit. Yeah, but uh, Shane Burgos, though, I love the Tiger Shulman guys. I always – these guys are great. I mean, it just proves in the case. I mean, the guy is just, you know, the striking here. That's where this fight yeah. is going to be. It's my pick for fight of the night. And I got That's Burgos really in, like, a, not a knockout. I don't see a finish. Just a very competitive, like, firefight for three rounds. And, uh, you know what I mean? If, if uh, Josh can take it, I mean, Burgos' chin's been tested before, though. But um, but I like Burgos. I think he's going to edge it out. Real tight fight. Fight of the night for sure right here. I would agree with the fight of the night part. But as far as who's winning, I got my boy Josh Emmett winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Me too. Round KO. No. I got, I got Josh, Josh Emmett winning KO second round. See, I'm I'm going with it's going to get stopped. I just don't know who's stopping who. <laughs> That's where I'm going to throw. I because I, I don't I'm not I don't have a bias to either side. I just don't see it going the distance. I just don't know who's going to knock who out. But I see it to happen in the third. Yeah, definitely fight of the night potential, bro, for sure. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I agree. It's the fight of the night. I think we're going to have the fight of the night and the KO of the night all in one match. But yeah. what I, because what I'm seeing is a small cage, two bangers. It's it's not going. It's not going. That's not going the distance. And I mean, they can both have iron chins. You can still get knocked out with a tough jaw. I mean, it's just part of yeah. it. Both, yeah. Both but, guys have been known so, to get in there and just and throw heat. So yeah, uh, it, so it could exci- be. A, I'm excited for this one. I'm excited yeah. for this. One. I'm just calling a third round knockout. I don't know who. It's just going to happen in the third. <laughs> and it's that division too. It's that forty-five division. It's it, it's probably the mm-hmm. most loaded division uh, in the UFC, in my opinion. I keep t- saying it on this show. So there's so many killers, and like Shane oh, Burgos, a guy that's on the rise, but he's got to go through a very tough Josh Emmett, who's only had two losses, where you know he probably you know could have won both those fights too. Mm-hmm. He's had some, he's fought some killers. So this is Shane Burgos' toughest fight. Uh, Josh Emmett, likewise, I'd say it's that's why it's near even the odds. So. Oh, absolutely. Definitely something you uh, don't want to miss, and it's the co-main event for a reason. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think it's gonna be one of those cool, tough-ass fights that they run back eventually. Like, like yeah. that's what I said. It like, could be it, because when when you get two dudes in there that don't go nowhere, that slug it out, it, that those are fifty-fifty coin toss-ups in the air of who's gonna win most of the time. You know and in mean? a small cage. And in a small cage. So I, <laughs> I see I see these to be able to be run back just because of the action they're gonna bring. The yeah. the, the small cage factor, the all, all you know, everything you could throw out there to make it run back, especially if it's exciting as what we think it's gonna be, or as exciting as it can be, because right now you have seen these kind of fights, you know. At, at a, especially and they, they they pick two great fighters 
for this small cage situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it's going to be a fuck of a fight. Don't don't yeah. get your popcorn ready for that one. The mm-hmm. Get your popcorn ready for the, the entire night. Yeah, that ain't no doubt. That ain't <laughs> no doubt. Just uh, not this uh, next fight on the card. No, I don't think to say that, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I'm going to say yawn. Yeah. Hard pass. Exactly. That's how I'm feeling. Yeah. Well. So With that said, I have uh, I have Marion winning this fight <laughs> by decision. Huh, I'm I think it'll be Bardo. a tight. Fight. I think it'll be. Bardo, so yeah, it'll be. It'll, it's going to be competitive on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, Pennington. She's not a Pennington's not a big finisher. So Marion, you know, if it goes to if it goes to ground, she could be real tricky there. Maybe a submission may yeah. happen. Um, but Pennington's fought the Holly Holmes. She's fought, you know, for the belt. Um, but I don't know her style. I don't know. She's she's a what do you call it? What Eugene S. Robinson would call a a gict. Oh, you know what? what I mean? So it's like a, a gict. Bro, a guy that is can't offensive. At, I'm offended. You better stop right <laughs> oh, now, shit. dude. I am offended. <laughs> as that is, dude. That do you do you even realize what you just did? Now I'm getting emails yeah. from the LGBT community. Thanks a lot, David. Thanks a lot. A gimp. Gicked. That's what a it gimp. is, and uh, that's who she is. And when I pick her, <laughs> she always loses. And you know what I mean? So I'm going to go up. Well, I'm going to pick her here again. I'm going to pick her here by decision. A tight fight. A very tight competitive fight, though. So You're picking Raquel winning or Marion? Yeah. Oh, no, Raquel. I'm picking Raquel. Yeah. I, yeah. But yeah. anytime I do pick her. She's got that gict effect, so uh, that here we go effect. again. We'll see. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say, I don't give a shit who wins this fight. <laughs> no, no. But honestly, uh, I think uh, Marion Rindo's probably going to win this one. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. Because apparently so- uh, Pennington has a dick. I don't know. What were you saying, dude? <laughs> Gict. G I C T. See, she has a gict. Whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Next up, uh, we have our my boy, Layman Good, fighting Bilal Muhammad. It's gonna be a banging fight, man. So Layman, um, when he uh, posted that he got uh, tested and positive for COVID, um. I text him a week later and I was like, Hey, how you doing? You know, is everything all good? And he's like, yeah, he's all, I'm, I'm healthy. I'm, I'm ready. I'm training right now for my next fight. Obviously he couldn't tell me who he was fighting. Cause back then, you know, they couldn't release that they were even going to be able to fight or anything. But um, I mean, if he says he's ready and he's healthy, I mean, he, you can see it on his post on Facebook. Um, you know, I, I'm just, I'm going to go for layman uh, knockout third round. Um. Yeah, that's what that's yeah, my pick um, for that fight. I think isn't Lyman good dealing with the the loss of his pops, right? And also going into this fight. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then the COVID nineteen situation. So it's a very it's a tough thing, man, for that guy. And I, I mean, Lyman Good's a just a banger, man. This is another fight where it's 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 these guys throw fire. Uh, Bilal Muhammad's got an iron chin. 
Lyman good. I think uh, most of his, or his losses have been against like fire strikers, you know what I mean? So I think, uh, and he's a Tiger Showman guy, of course. So a couple of these guys on this card. Um, but Bilal Muhammad, he's fought in some pretty fucking badass, exciting fights um, mm-hmm. against, you know, our boy Tim Means, uh, putting Tim Means away. Um, but it's this this fight is it's great matchmaking, you know what I mean? Definitely here. Yeah. And I think it's uh, either going to finish early in the first round or it's going to be uh, just a. A fucking war for three rounds and uh maybe unanimous on the side of Lyman Good. I I'll, I'll favor Lyman Good in this fight and go U D Lyman Good gets it done. Pieces uh Bilal Muhammad up. I'm gonna go with good also. But I think it goes unanimous decision also, but it's gonna be one of those unanimous decisions that doesn't tell the story. Like, if you just read the card, you're going to be like, oh, it was a one-sided fight. No, it's going to be one of those – the round – one of those rounds could have went either way. But I, I agree with you. I, I, don't think it, I don't think it's going out in the first. I think it's going to be a good a good round with uh, just a good fight that's going to go all three. It's just going to be a banger. That's what I'm enjoying about this about this card. they got a lot of bangers in it, you know, that's just mm-hmm. fun. A lot, a lot of, a lot of good strikers, and you know me, I'm a striker fan, so that's that's what I'm excited about. And in a small cage, I'm, like, like, yeah. I'm gonna be the odd man out, dude. I'm going Bilal Muhammad, unanimous decision. Oh, and like I said, it it it, it could go either way. When, yeah, it, when, when you take two guys like this, it's one of those yeah. fights, man, where it can go either way, man. If if somebody doesn't get knocked out within the first round, um. It's going to go the distance. I don't care what anybody says. It's going to go the distance. And it, yeah. it's going to go. It could go to either one of them. Just like you said, it's one of those kind of pick them fights. Well, I like it, man. Um, but I, I, I think Bilal Muhammad is, is probably going to win. Just by yeah, and I think, it, like I said, uh, in, in it being a unanimous deci- a decision, I think good's going to really like put like it's going to be a fight. I don't think anybody gets knocked out here. It's just going to be one of those fights where Bilal may have some moments in the in the match. But, um, yeah, Lyman good, man. I mean, he's got a lot. Like, uh, hearing about the loss of his pops, like, we've heard about that. You know, family mm-hmm. members, you know, a couple fighters, like, almost three cards in a row. Um, but I think it's uh, – yeah, this fight will be a fight. Bilal will, is yep. not a fucking – you know, he will throw down. But uh, Lyman good outs him and uh, gets a nice, solid win. Yeah, I think so, too. I think so too, and uh, you know, so far the 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 people fighting for something are one and one. I think it's going to be two and one th- this yeah, this weekend. That's I, yeah, that's yeah. right. Sweet. So, well, another uh, another fight that's coming up. Uh, everybody's favorite, Jim Miller. Mm, this is one of my low key favorite fights of the whole card right here. Yeah, yeah against Roosevelt Roberts. Right Dude, Roosevelt Roberts, man, is a straight up killer. Yeah, man. The, the, his last outing, man. I mean, his his other fights, he was impressive, but that last outing, bro, the the way he was beating the shit out of uh, Ricky Simone, that's what we fought, right? Mm. No, no, it wasn't mm. Ricky Simone. No, it was some he some fought other... uh, Brock Weaver. Brock, yeah, he, he beat the Weaver, shit out of Brock, bro. Like if he owed him money. And dude, exactly. like honestly, yeah, that was that, I, I was yeah. like, man, I want to see this dude fight again soon and he's got the fight he's gonna fight jim miller um this is a great way to kick off the uh, the main event i think uh and honestly i think roosevelt robert's gonna put it on jim miller bro oh yeah i mean he's got the reach he's fucking tall jim miller is a stocky little dude but you know what man don't second count jim TKO. miller out though second round tko 
yeah, I'm having Roberts winning this fight, second round TKO as well, man. Because if if nobody saw, if if any of y'all haven't seen his last fight, go watch it. I mean, it's it was pretty badass. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna have Roberts winning uh, this fight, second round TKO. I'm going Miller second round TKO because I'm gonna say he sleeps on him, mm. and I'm gonna say he he catches him after getting hurt. That, that that's my call. Yeah, Jim Jim Miller too. Also worth noting, uh, he's surpassing Donald Cerrone for most UFC fights. Uh, he's fighting <laughs> Donald Cerrone, a common name used on this show. Man. I, I just gotta go. I gotta go with the underdogs in some of these, you know. I mean, yeah, I was, yeah, I which, was, uh, yeah. Roberts is the favorite, though. Yeah, even though he's yeah. uh, a fighting a, a legend, like I said, in Jim Miller, who's fought mm-hmm. everybody at one fifty five. Uh, they line him up with this up and coming killer, and like Rudy said, uh, when he first came on the scene, like I've watched his other his fights previous to the UFC, and this dude got the call and delivered it against a guy Brock Weaver, who I've seen in action too, who was really hyped up mm-hmm. as well. Like uh, even uh, Roberts didn't look like quite the physical, like imposing guy, even against Brock Weaver. He's probably not going to look that way against Jim Miller, but um, I see a finish happening at some point. I think yeah. uh, I think he could probably sub Jim Miller out, honestly too. But uh, I think the first round is going to be fire. And if Jim yeah. Miller survived the first round, maybe he's got a shot in the second. But I got a, uh, I got Roosevelt Roberts finishing him. It's going to be the yeah. biggest win of his career. It's, it's a tough fight oh, for absolutely. Miller. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just got to go with the season underdogs, man. That's, that's <laughs> because that's me. I was the underdog my whole life, so I got. I go <laughs> I'm going with the. So the uh, uh, the other fights on this card, bro. Um, the prelims. Um, I don't think we have to go through all of them, but there, there's a couple of nah. good ones on here. I know Roxy's coming back fighting Lauren Murphy. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't like Lauren Murphy. She, I don't like her. She's freaking annoying. Hope she gets her face that caved be, in. Um, yeah, that should be higher on the card too. Worth knowing that it fight. Should. Yeah. And the it's other good. one is uh the Barry Alt versus Pichota fight. I want to see that. Tessa Torres versus Van Buren. That's gonna be fun. And Clay Guida versus Bobby Green. Those are all exciting yeah. fights, man. Um, it's going to be a good fight. Good card, man. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be a pretty badass uh, prelim. Some of the car- the fights on the prelims is going to be good. My wife, she asked me the other day, she's like, when is Roxy fighting again? I want to see her fight. I was like, well, you'll see her fight this Saturday night. <laughs> um, hopefully we can get her on the show soon, man. That'd be pretty cool if we can uh, have her on. Who, who you want? No, <laughs> my wife, Roxy, the happy warrior. I mean, last time, the happy warrior. When she fought last time, she totally destroyed uh, Macy Barber too. Like her knee was injured, and like she was a no. bloodbath too, nasty. So yeah, Roxanne, she's always she's fought the best too. So she could have like got the swing in the title fight against Nico Montano. A lot of people thought she won the belt that night. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. but yeah, yep. her, her fight should have been a little bit higher on the card. And I always look forward to seeing her compete in there. She's just, she's a badass, you know? Yep. Hell yeah, man. Right on. Um, cool. So I, I got a little bit of news going on. Okay. Did Go you see uh, Golden Boy fighter Ryan Garcia and Oscar having a little bit of a Twitter fucking dispute? What? And that's yeah, his promoter. That. Yeah. Oscar, Oscar Ryan, goes on. Ryan Garcia yeah. fights for Golden Boy, right? Yeah. He called Oscar his hater. He said, you're supposed to be my promoter, not my hater. 
Because hey, Oscar that's the, uh, uh, Arlo, sorry, that's the guy who wants to fight Henry Cejudo. Henry Cejudo, right? yeah. Uh, well, Henry wants to fight him, I believe. I mean, that, I think yeah, he right. called him out. Yeah, I think Ryan actually called Cejudo out. I think it was on the Rogan right. podcast and he talked about it. So yep. I was like, Yeah, oh, Ryan, man. Ryan called him out oh, first. Wow. And then when he then later on, like a month, two months or three months later, when Cejudo retired, that's when he called him out again or called him out after he got called out. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know yeah. that. But yeah, so yeah. Uh, Oscar. Oscar puts on Twitter that Ryan Garcia will not be fighting on like Fourth of July or something like that. Uh, that because something about him pulling out. So basically, he's kind of just saying, "Oh, he didn't want to fight." It is when you read, uh, "Hey, Rudy, pull that up for us." But how did Oscar word that? It was on a Twitter rant. It was about him not wanting to fight on an event, and so basically, he kind of made it sound like Ryan just didn't want to go out there. And so then Ryan responds with. You know, you're supposed to be my uh, promoter, not my hater. Hmm. And so you can look up, uh, I think it's ES News or something. They got an interview at Garcia, and he's just, he's still not happy with Oscar. Hmm. So I'm like, you, y'all going to take your biggest cash cow right now for him. That, that's his up and coming cash cow for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and start running shit business. I'm like, I don't care if you, if you are. <laughs> If you are upset, you know, with him, uh, not wanting to fight, you you don't go bash him on fucking social media. No, especially if he's your promoter. I mean, no matter what, you shouldn't be bashing your promoter. And especially if you're a cross-dresser like Oscar has, you don't want (laughs) to just be – you shouldn't be bashing anybody out in public shaming. I mean (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> so I told them we'll get my ass whooped at an international airport one of these days. So, you uh, are. <laughs> we we reported earlier this week on uh, Fight Book MMA about a uh, an event that I'm really excited for. I'm hoping it happens. Uh, Zabit versus Yair. That's going to be a yeah. badass freaking fight. It's scheduled for I think sometime in August, wasn't it, Roberto? Um, yeah. Yeah, bro. I, I I wanted to hear your guys' opinion on, on that fight. Do you think it's going to happen? And if it does. What do you think's gonna happen? What's the outcome? Number one contender fight for sure. Volkanovski or Max or you know what I mean? Because yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, Zabit's been coming for a while, so uh, the forty-five division's totally loaded. Um, but yeah, yep. that fight is, has been in the works for a while. Um, it better fucking happen. I love Yair. I hate his manager. I gotta go with Zabit. <laughs> that said. <laughs> Same here, bro. I'm going Zabit. I think Zabit is going to Zabit his ass down. Yep. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to mention to y'all, too, uh, the, uh, UFC 252. Uh, we're always, uh, you know, maybe queue up the X-Files music if you want. UFC 252 is going to be headlined by Daniel Cormier and Stipe in a trilogy. How soon do we hear about John Jones and Jan Blakovich as the co-main event? That car. Um, seems a little crazy to me. Two yep. to three weeks before. Yep. Think it happens. I think you can't have. Cool. The... I... Oh. When, when's two fifty-two? It's in September. September. You'll yep. hear about it a month in advance. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
you'll hear about it about a month in advance. So they get that four week, six mm-hmm. week training mm-hmm. camp. They're already going to be training for it two to two to four weeks prior, but you won't hear about it. It's going to get announced the month before. Unless you check your topology tomorrow, you know they uh, always update their shit after our show. I th- yeah, I'm like, <laughs> them motherfuckers got it. They listen to our shit. And they're like, oh, we better hurry up. <laughs> they li- they, they've they've been watching ringside. the show, dude. They're huge supporters. They love <laughs> sitting ringside. Remember, Tapology follows us. The UFC follows us. Um, everybody yep. follows us. I'm sorry. Everybody. Even GGP. Breaking news. Breaking news. Well, Paul Champion, the LP MMA fighter, is booked in two weeks to come on our show. That's what's nice. up. I just finished talking to him right now. <laughs> what? What the hell, bro? You're supposed to be doing a show. Do you even hey, take this serious you anymore, Roberto? Me. Do you even take this serious anymore? Hey. <laughs> I, I got to be ahead of the game, man, for a show. <laughs> I don't know, Roberto. I, I, don't know, I don't know what to tell you anymore. Just, this is the, the segment of the show that we like to... Uh, Bust out the Illuminati symbols. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you when people tune in, they're like, what the fuck am I watching? Why am I seeing right? Illuminati triangle eyes on my screen and the song? <laughs> this is the part of the show where we talk about Bigfoot. <laughs> He's alive and he is real. Bigfoot is real. Well, Aliens you know, are real. Paranormal yeah. shit is real. People, people may get the chance to see that when me, Berto, and Dave uh, start our supernatural uh, show. Yes. <laughs> it's going down. It's going down. <laughs> Netflix is in Albuquerque. We're going to shoot the shoot the idea and do a shoot pilot. The pilot. Yes, sir. Do the pilot show. Fuck yes. We're going to call Try the show get some MMA Aliens. Hey, that's actually really good. <laughs> yeah, we're we're on a search for MM aliens. When we find these little gray bastards, we're gonna make them fight in the cage. People probably think we're MM aliens. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, whoever's listening, that shit is copyrighted. That belongs to Fight Book MMA, MMA aliens. Y'all stole my MM aims. So you all can suck it. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you know what, Arlo, uh, guys, there are a lot of fighters that believe in the paranormal. So, oh, absolutely. we can definitely, we can cool definitely yeah. be getting some MMA fighters and even boxers on our yep. sh- our new show fighters. Yep. To, to come with us and explore and investigate. Hey, there was actually uh, one We're of the. We're gonna have to have do a new show. Time. What are you talking about, bro? We'll just run a special episode. There you go. <laughs> One of the greatest fighters in all of history was abducted by aliens. Don't forget yeah, about George that. Yeah, George St. Pierre. St. Pierre. Yeah. St. Pierre, man. He's, he's the number That's one he's the advocate. With your money. So, yeah. Somebody needs to tell GSP that was just CTE. <laughs> that was Johnny Hendricks on steroids and Carlos Condit kicking his head off nearly. So, yeah, That's I, exactly what that was. Bro, leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> in other bad, news man. in other news a lot of guys uh, favorite girl got busted uh, by USADA Rachel Ostovich oh. Um, oh yeah I saw a lot of people 
all sad to the post. Oh, I want to see her again. Nah, you just want to see her again. You don't want to see her fight, you freaking liar. Right? I laugh. Hey, if she's not going to be fighting, all those guys can just go onto her Instagram and just stalk her there. Right? Yep. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. She's not very exciting to me. I'm sorry. No, she's not an exciting fighter, but you know, it's just uh, all the guys love her because of how she looks. Uh, I don't know, bro. Personally, you know what? I'm not even going to say it because I don't want to get banned. I don't want the NAACP to attack me again. I'm going to say it. She looks like a tranny. I'm sorry. But I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say it. I said it. I said it. And I don't care. Okay. Arlo's rubbing off on me, folks. He says whatever the fuck he wants. And I'm starting to do it too. Maybe it's that or the enemy number one on my shirt. Maybe it's uh, the Bud Light <laughs> Seltzers uh, I've been drinking tonight. Shout out to uh, Tyler King. Um, he turned me on to these, and they're pretty damn good, man. Um, I'm not gonna lie, they're they're good. You you uh, give a shout outs to alcohol. I'm gonna give one too. I'm trying to reach out. <laughs> you give shout outs to alcohol. <laughs> So I, I, I'm taking what D-Rod's drinking Miller. We got Bud Miller, and I'm trying to shout out to Jim Bean to give us a uh, sponsorship for uh, promotions. <laughs> hey. I've, been, I've been working on that for like two weeks, so I'm throwing all these out there. Right. One of you yeah. three, one of you three, <laughs> check out our website, man. <laughs> <laughs> And in other news, <laughs> other no, non-alcoholic related news. Oh, another non-alcoholic. Yeah. Uh, no, another topic too. Uh, uh, another quick hit gonna... topic. Uh, it was a uh, Joe Silva is a horrible man. Apparently, oh right? my god! Uh, every MMA fighter in the past, present, or future. <laughs> they just need to leave his ass alone. Just he hasn't been in the picture for years, and they're just not mm. bringing this up. Joe's the man. He is. He was a badass matchmaker. Like, yeah, like. I mean, is he racist now, me like Aunt Jemima? <laughs> <laughs> like, where would the UFC be right now without Joe Silva? Let's put it that way. Mm, not where it's at right now. Yeah, they just need to leave this guy alone, okay? I don't know, dude. I call for the boycott of Dana White because, you know, it's a racist institution to have a white man leading the charge. They need, like, Rashad Evans or, you know who? You know who? What's his name? He just lost his fight recently. Uh, T-Wood, dude. He needs to be the new head of the UFC. <laughs> Down with Dana White. Put in Dana Black. Dana Black. <laughs> <clears throat> That's my stuff. What happened to that guy? Remember he was on our friends list? Yeah, man. I, he just disappeared. <laughs> he was pretty funny, man. He got he got he got offed by the he Illuminati. Got, he got banned. <laughs> no, he got he got off by the Illuminati. I agree with I agree with uh, Rudy. That's the oh, Illuminati right, right there. Oh, hell yeah. And the show's fire tonight, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, uh, Miranda Maverick, she just got signed and picked up by the UFC. She was an Invicta oh. FC fighter. Um, she's actually going to be fighting on June 27th against Mauro Morel Romero Borella. Oh, dude. Um, 
She gets my blood yeah. flowing, brother. Both Next of them week, we'll be breaking down that card. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mara or Both Miranda? Both Borella. Oh. Both? Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I sent the, the article to Miranda, and dude, it just exploded. Yeah, I mean, I all her that, friends man. and family. Yeah, it was pretty badass. If you go onto the thread, you, I mean, I most it. of it is all her friends just congratulating her and her family. Her mom was on there too, congratulating her. You see, and that, um, that's so, what that's what we we take pride in it here at Fight Book MMA, ladies and gentlemen. It's taking uh, uh, the the small town local people and giving yep. them a platform for their families to come out and support them and be proud of them and. It helps us and helps the MMA community, and we love doing it. Yep. Um, a quick shout out to um, a local fighter um, that I that me and Dustin actually we did a, a Dustin did an interview with her. I did a quick piece on her. Between those two pieces, um, Invicta FC signed her, which is Natalia the Beast. Beast. Um, she got picked up by Invicta, so. Um, you will see Fight Book MMA's logo on her banner for her debut <coughs> at Invicta. That's what's up. Uh, yeah, uh, they, the, her husband and her text me, and they, they totally love the support that we're giving her. Um, so uh, yeah, it's it's you'll, you'll see it on there on her banner. So we're not too sure when her fight is uh, her next fight, but it is coming up pretty soon. Um, I will be announcing that as soon as I know, and we will actually have her on the show um, two weeks before her fight. So, um, what else, guys? Anything else uh, for tonight? I don't think so, man. Right I on. think we just about well, covered it and more. We smashed the record, bro. And we even talked about MMA midget wrestling, which is something yep. yeah. we're looking forward to bringing you guys in the future. And, and At least I am. am. <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, we already, we yeah, <laughs> we we already got the Joel Paul uh, booked, so uh, <laughs> look out for that show. It's gonna be in two weeks. Um, he he just texted me. He's like, I can't wait. I, I want to talk some MMA. So yeah, it's gonna be pretty badass to be able to talk to him, give us his uh, uh, standpoint on his training, fighting. I mean, is there more people like him that are fighting that? I mean, I didn't even realize that he was on my friends list. How, how, how you just gonna? How he's gonna segregate the poor guys? Are more people like him fighting? Well, no, it's a, it's an honest question. I, oh, that is. Fuck. That's how it all started. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, like, bro, I want to see, I want to see that sport evolve. I want to be a part of that. Honestly, fuck yeah, man, be able to, dude. If we can, if there's a way to do an all uh, LP card, dude. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen midget wrestling? It's like the most entertaining shit ever, ever, yeah, bro. I'm, and imagine that in MMA. I'm just like, dude, wh why hasn't anybody done this? Yeah, because those arm Can't bars, wait. those arm bars, and rear naked chokes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and that's what that's what Joel's going to talk to us about his training. Um, what you know? What he's what does he have coming up in the future? You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, that's, cool, that's gonna man. be badass. You know, like I tell people, uh, I I don't say MMA. I don't. I, I try not to say MMA or boxing anymore. I just say fighters. That's what you are. Mm -hmm. You know, and 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 a warrior. I don't care what what you who you are, how big or tall you are, short or fat, whatever. Warriors, warrior. 
you know, keep doing your thing. I'm, I'm ready to get this dude on here. Hell yeah, man. I can't wait. It's going to be a fun, fun night to be able to talk, talk to him. So sweet. Yeah, also, well, guys. Hey, hey Rob, ahead, before dude. we close the show, we're all wearing hats. Your hats oh, yeah, are not flying off the wall today. Yeah. So. <laughs> there's, there's, there's no hat flying off the wall. I literally watched that last week. <laughs> Dude, it was on there for at least a minute and like 45 seconds on the yeah. wall. And that sucker just popped straight. It didn't slide down. No. It popped forward, it comes up. fell down straight. After midair, it went down right next to me. That just not. That, that's no. No. The best I'm, part was being like Twitch. I'm like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't Aiden. I'd jump too. I'll jump too. Hey. What happened to you, not me. So I was happy with that. I mean, yeah. dude. <laughs> that's why we do it live, and that's why we. That's how we do it. Yeah, right? episode fifty <laughs> in the books. Number fifty yes, sir. in the books. Berto, you ready to take us away? Yes, sir. Uh, quick shout out to Fight TV. Uh, thanks again for us uh, being able to be on their platform. Um, they actually have us on their news feed as well. So um, all our articles are on their news feed. So you'll see um, everybody else's articles too, any posts that they do other websites, and you'll see ours there as well. Um, to Brave, everybody that we work with, all the other promotions, um, keep a lookout. Go to fightbookmma.com. And you'll be able to watch or um, uh, read all the articles there. And uh, also head out to YouTube. Um, we are going to be putting out a lot more videos with fighters on there. Um, Rudy's going to be uh, producing a lot of my stuff that I'm going to be doing. Um, so look out for that. Um, shout out to everybody that's watching um, and listening. Thank you so much. Um, thanks again, guys, for another banging show. 50s in the books. Let's go for another 50. And uh, Arlo, close out the show, brother. All right. Uh, man, I don't know if it's quarantine going on or just what, man, but uh, anybody who knows me knows I'm a real upbeat, 